This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Nuclear Armageddon than we've been in 60 years. Don't know where to put that in my brain, but I love Biden. Totally. Me too. Do you know how old he is? Did you know that when Joe Biden was born, we didn't have highways? Oh, that's a fun fact. And Joe Biden was 53 years old when he got his first home computer. Your next item is a video clue. Please enjoy this clip of Biden talking about his mental acuity. How would you say your mental focus is? Oh, it's focused. <laughs> As it is, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Saturday Night Live over the weekend. Welcome, and we'll use it as our open here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri on 93.9 The Eagle and News Radio 104.5 KWOS AM 950. I'm Brandon Rather. There's Mr. John Marsh. Good morning. Producer Hannah's here. Good morning. Staff will be back on Monday. Houseworth running around keeping tabs on news. My name is Brandon Rather. Thank you for being here as we look nationally. Real Clear Politics is projecting Herschel Walker to lose. Well, I don't think you're going out on a limb there uh, right now. And I'm not so sure Herschel Walker would have won in the first place. Oz and Fetterman, that one's still tight. We look across the nation at some of these races that are going to affect the Senate. We keep talking about this red wave. This red wave looks like it might be happening. But I'll tell you, following that Dobbs decision earlier this summer, we sure quieted down about this big red wave, didn't we? Uh, we're hoping. But that is still going to happen. But kind of like bottom line from Real Clear Politics uh, says the GOP will take two seats and the Senate majority. So that's something to be hopeful for. Locally, Marsh been keeping his eye on uh, on that race. Dave Griffith and Mr. Salcedo. Any other, specifically Cole County, anything that looks close, anything that looks interesting in your mind? Not really. <laughs> we, we to be are, totally yeah. honest, I think, you know, presiding Commissioner Sam Bushman has a challenger, but yeah. uh, he's, I think he'll be reelected. Dave Griffith, you know, he's he's been pretty darn popular in District 60 as well. He's so. done a lot of work for veterans. He's been here on Wake really Up Mid- Yeah, he's just a, a real hero for veterans. And now in Boone County, Shimon Jones running for Boone County Recorder of Deeds. I love what she is doing. I hate that this is happening to her. She was in one day, check this out, Mars. She, she campaigned, I think it was a Hallsville Police Department event. And then there was an event downtown for rappers. And she campaigned down there, too. And she told me this the other night at the Boone County uh, Chili Supper. She said, you know, she was campaigning both places. She's running Recorder of Deeds, Republican. And uh, the rappers were, were asking her, you know, what is she doing? She said, I'm running for a Recorder of Deeds. I'm a Republican candidate. And her some of her black followers, when, when they found out she was Republican, they said, well, we'll vote for you anyway. Uh, dust. <laughs> That works. Right? I Well, we'll vote for you anyway. We're, we're, we're against it because that's what the Democrats tell us we're supposed to do. Democrats say we're supposed to only vote for black Democrats, but you're a black Republican. I guess we'll vote for you. Uh, Dustin Stanton, who was appointed by Governor Parson to be the Boone County Treasurer earlier this year. He's up for re-election. Jason Gibson. By the way, I don't know if this is a story you remember. We did give it a little bit of play. There was a guy who was working for the city, and he tried dog. And after the city, this is when John Glasscock was still in, uh, still city administrator, and Jason Gibson's opponent 
uh, is now running for Boone County Auditor. This is an office Jason Gibson has worked in for a while. Um, but this guy has said things like, hey, listen, Jason, you don't run against me. And when I get elected, I'll, I'll keep you on. But he went after the city. Dude's not even working for the city anymore. Another local race, Connie Leopard, candidate for Boone County, presiding commissioner. She has her work cut out for her. She is running against, I think, a very popular former state lawmaker Kip Kendrick the democrat Mike Murphy has a has a very cool publication comobuzz.com comobuzz 1z did a piece on this we want to welcome you uh into the uh into the show his name is Mike Murphy Mike welcome into the show tell us kind of the folk like are you picking a winner and loser in this article nope too early. I think it looks close to me. Uh, I think any Republican is an automatic underdog simply because none of them have get elected. Uh, there's a long stretch here in Boone County where only people running as Democrats get mm-hmm. elected. In fact, every single official in Boone County who's got into office via election has run as a Democrat. So uh, County Leopard's uh, about as outstanding of a candidate as there would be as a Republican, but I think she has a bit of an uphill climb uh, to try to knock to try to try to be the Democrat to win the office. So we look at some Republican office holders currently and in the past. Dustin Stanton, remarkable story. Seriously, if you ever get a chance to talk to Dustin Stanton, uh, have him tell. He's our county treasurer, appointed, not elected, appointed by Governor Mike Parson, but how he got into the egg business. It's really a cool story of responsibility in the past. Taylor Burks, who is the Boone County clerk for a little bit, appointed. He was appointed to that spot in office. So some of our recent Republican office holders, they have been appointed. They haven't been elected there. Dustin Stanton gave a presentation. I don't know how depth you are in with this, uh, Mike, but he gave a presentation, and he's told me it before. About We talk about Boone County. If you're to look at a map, county map of Missouri, every single county is red except for three. Uh, three blue counties, St. Louis County, Jackson County, Boone County. We're the three blue dots on the map. But I've heard him and I think others kind of argue, and you might know more about this than I do because you're a smarter dude than I am. But I've heard more and more people argue, well, Boone could be more purplish even if you go precinct by precinct have you ever had the opportunity to delve into that yes um and i think that's uh, entirely true and i think that um certainly connie's connie leopard is deep into that right now and um i've talked with her uh, quite a bit about it um i've also t- spent quite a bit of time talking talking with uh, uh, Dustin, and I'm looking forward to getting a, a story out on the treasurer's race here shortly, along with the auditor's race. But yeah, I think that the big challenger, or the sort of the theory is, is that for county or local elections, the Republicans don't show up, and, and there's quite a bit of evidence to back that up. So I think Connie's, Connie's big effort is to uh, get people to show up and that the Republicans do have a chance. We saw it in the city election, actually. You know, if you, you go yeah. back, and I ha- hate to qu- keep bringing it up, but um, Randy Minshew actually yep. won uh, five, six uh, war- uh, wards, I think, if I remember right. He lost the fourth ward. But there's Republican voters out there, and there's enough Republican voters to put a Republican in office. They're just going to have to be, I think, um, uh, supportive of a candidate. And I think uh, there's a couple of them out there now that... Uh, uh, should get that kind of support, and they got to show up. 
Uh, Mike Murphy, ComoBuzz.com, joining us here on the show. And there's something, too, that I said this the other night in front of a couple hundred people at this event. And I said, don't get mad at me. But here's what I don't understand. We have a very passionate Republican conservative base in Boone County. We might feel like we're outnumbered. We look at, um, okay, obviously, we can easily look at any municipal election. I think we did well in the municipals back in April, that's the election that uh, Randy Minshew was in, I think, 14% turnout. Uh, we look at this, uh, the midterm primary back in August, some two months ago. One of the most talked about midterm Senate races in a long time because you got the Schmidt factor and Greitens and all these. And nobody showed up to vote. I think it was under one out of every five. We're all talking about it, but we ain't doing anything about it. And then I'll tell you something else. And I said this the other night at this event. Brianna Lennon, Boone County Clerk, is saying, listen, we need Republican poll workers. We need Republican poll workers. By law, got to have X number of Republican poll workers. And here's what I don't understand, Mike, and I don't know if you can answer the, the question for me. But if we have all of these Republicans that are saying election fraud, election fraud, 2020 and the fraud that happened and that how come we can't get any republicans to work the polls and don't give me that bs about well i have a job that day don't tell me that i'm not buying it why can we not get if we have so many republicans concerned about election fraud here's your chance to volunteer right here in boone county 29 days from now why can we and i don't know if you have an answer for it why can't we get enough Republican poll workers if they're so worried about uh, uh, election fraud? I don't have an answer. I okay. think they're. Um, I think they're. Uh, I, I just don't think they're engaged. One of the big advantages the Democrats have is the Democrats are much more organized in Boone County than the Republicans. The Democrats have a very active uh, central committee. They're organized. They raise money. They they have playbooks for candidates. They have a massive social media. Uh, presence, people who will rise up uh, towards the end. Uh, the the Republicans have very little in terms of an organization in in Boone County, and they talk about it. Uh, they re- they recognize it, and they definitely need to fix it going forward. But it continues to be, I think, a big. It hampers them uh, to this day. Yeah, uh, Mike, thank you for joining us. Uh, and don't forget the unions are very active about going door to door as well on behalf of Democratic candidates in this in this community. There's no question about that. I want to go back to and you've you've written some great articles, by the way, not just on this, but also I think your story about the Columbia Fire uh, Chief issue is just is very, very fascinating. Um, looking at the August numbers, and, and Brandon's referenced the turnout, but I want to look at a different number, and that is how many people voted in this particular race in the primary. Now, Kip Kendrick ran unopposed. He had 13,588 votes. Let's just say 13,500. But you go to the Democratic candidates, and they had, or the, the Republican candidates, Leopard and a guy named James Pounds. She had, let's say, 7,900 votes ballpark. He had 3,900 votes. So you put those two together in there, um, you know, ballpark, you're looking just under 12,000. So he, he had more. Kip Kendrick, let's say, between the two of them the combined, he still had about 1,500 more votes than them ballpark. That is an estimate for me doing it, uh, looking at these numbers. Do you read anything into that? Do you read anything into that that he had more votes than the two of them combined in in august in terms of primary votes the democrats show up 
I, I think that's proven over and over again. They mobilize better. And I think the conversation is going on. I mean, it, Connie, Connie Leopard will talk to you at length that the Republican voters, she, she, they're out there. She talks to them. Uh, she feels supported by them entirely. Um, she's got to get them to the polls. All right. Uh, Mike Murphy, Como Buzz, one Z, ComoBuzz.com. Anything else that you would like to? So it is a nice story on Kip Kendrick and uh, Connie Leopard for presiding commissioner election 29 days from now. Anything else that you would like to add before we let you go? Well, that's a, that's a, it should be a fascinating race. Kendrick's uh, uh, trajectory in the Democratic Party is uh, pretty much unlimited. He can do, he's promised to do eight years here to do two terms so that to put away the notion that he's just going to hop to the next likely job. But after eight years, he'd still be, he still wouldn't even be 50 years old. Uh, and then he could run for state office. Uh, a, a loss here would set that trajectory way back. So I think it's kind of like two local heavyweights going at it for a really important job. Uh, the, the, count, the, the voters of Boone County, Boone County is going to win in this either way. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how it goes down the stretch. And maybe Connie can garner votes from the other side. Hey, man, look, here's a, here's, you know, if we're going to stereotype on the Democrat progressive, oh, my God, I'm going to vote for her because she's a woman and she's in a men's industry. That's if I'm stereotyping from the progressive left. Always a ches- uh, pleasure to chat with you. Mike Murphy, ComoBuzz.com, man. Thanks for your time on the show. Thank you. All right, coming up five minutes from now, Morning Bell Business News, a little twist. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Give you, she's not here today. She'll be back on Monday. So let's go back to something that happened last week. But let's talk about how this is affecting you and maybe some younger folks in the audience. Federal Reserve once again raised interest rates by 75 basis points last week. Third consecutive 75 basis point increase, fifth rate hike uh, this year. Uh, now, this was actually a couple of weeks ago. So people are starting to ask, so what does that mean? What does that mean? I think uh, one of these days, Stephanie explained it, uh, explained it pretty well. Interest rates on products such as personal loans, mortgage, student loans, if you're going to have to pay those back, and credit cards. So the increased federal fund rate also raises interest rates on products such as uh, really is anything you finance. You might think, oh, okay, so it's only this much of a percentage point. But let's say you're going to buy a car and you're looking at, at terms of a loan that are five, five and a half years, let's say 72 months, and you can see how that stuff adds up and you get to that monthly payment when buyers go in and say, okay, I have this monthly, I've got this monthly dollar fi- uh, figure in mind. This will blow you past that. And then you might think, well, I can still reasonably do it. How many of us young folks, fortunately, it's I've never been in this situation, but when you're younger, you start to get a little bit of cash in your pocket. Oh, at X number dollar of dollars a month, I can afford that. And that's a pretty nice car. It's only X number dollars a, a, a month. It's the wrong way to buy a car. I've seen it screw people over and over again. And that's kind of where they are now. So not only is this hurting younger people, but it's starting to, if you look up the scale of people as it relates to their age, hey, we thought we were here. We thought we could do this. But not since those events of January the 20th of 2021. We just simply ain't able to uh, to do it. 
Coming up on the show a few minutes from now, I think about 8.35, we're going to open the, uh, the mailbag. It's always fun when we get into the Wake Up Mid-Missouri mailbag, see some of the things that people are, uh, are saying. And then, of course, we are going to be doing leftovers. Things we didn't get to during the show. Uh, some of the things happening tomorrow. Superintendent of Schools in Jefferson City. They're going to be joining us. Senator Roy Blunt is on the show this week. And I love, listen, you know me. I'm not a big fan of talking to politicians, especially politicians running for office. Blunt not running for office. But I love the insight that we get out of D.C. A couple of quick things off the mailbag. By the way, they have to do with my comments regarding volunteering to be poll workers. Because I do get passionate when our Boone County clerk, and I don't know about the other clerks in other areas, say, hey, we need Republican poll workers. We need Republican poll workers. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Kind of invaded their territory. So deer can be at anywhere um, at any point. So you're better off to hit the animal than you are to swerve because most of the times when you swerve, you're going to lose control and be upside down in the ditch. That's Gail Blomenkamp, Boone County Fire Protection District. His crew, Task Force One, just coming back from their heroic work in Florida following uh, what happened with Hurricane Ian. And I love that. So, yeah, it's that time of the year. It's mating season. Uh, and these animals go on to any length uh, to procreate including running out in front. Can you imagine as human beings if we had to do that kind of stuff, run out in front of speeding cars, 75 miles an hour down on 63, you had to dart through traffic just to get a date or procreate? It must be tough being a deer or a possum. It's your discussion of the, of the high school kids again. Oh, boy. Oh, God, I'm going to get hit. I don't care. It's totally worth it. <laughs> But that's what it is. What I hate is when the deer sit on the shoulder and you can tell that they're just thinking about doing it. Yeah. And as you're coming up, you're doing, don't do it. Don't do it. And then at the very last possible minute, they decide to jump out in front of you. Uh, And Gail Blumenkamp brings up, uh, by the way, that audio from our news partners at ABC 17. And I know they say it every year, every year. Uh, Hit the deer. (laughs) Hit the possum (laughs) instead of swerving. And I get the reason being, they say stats show that more often than not, if uh, if you try to swerve and miss the animal, there's a good chance you're going to uh, go off the ditch and tumble down into Hinkson Creek off of 63 or something like that. And you don't want to do that. But could you do it, John? I think our natural instinct is to swerve instead of hit the animal. Or- Last time I hit a deer, it hit me. Yep, Ran into yep. the side of my Jeep. Have had that happen too. They will run into the side of your car. Was it? Uh, was it a? Uh, was it a male deer? Just a deer. Just a deer. Uh, I was driving a little, uh, little Acura. Now, this is seven years ago. Just driving a little tiny Acura one night. I'm out on WW, and I come up. And I'm coming in, coming into the sandbox here in the morning. Big old, uh, uh, big old buck, right in the middle of WW. He's right out in front of the Elks Lodge, actually. Right in the middle of the road, and I it's get appropriate. Out. Yeah, that's right. He was. I think he was trying to mate with the statue out there of the elk. At the oh elk no! Lodge. Oh no! I don't know what was going on. Oh, it's the two thousand. You can do whatever you want. And he stopped right in the middle of W. And he looked at me. Ah, that's fine. I'll honk my horn, and he'll move. And he didn't. And he bore down, John. Like he, he. And I'm exaggerating a little bit, but like he bore down, he wouldn't move. And he was looking at me head on. I'm honking my horn. And I thought, you know, this dude, he could take this little car. It was an inch above being a two-seater car. He could take me. 
But I think it's a hard thing to do. When you encounter an animal, they say, hit, <laughs> hit the animal. He knew it was you. Maybe maybe you were dissing his pronouns or something. <laughs> I know you're a deer, but I called you an elk, but I'm not an elk. Doesn't matter. It's what I want to do. It's what I demand. This might get us in trouble with PETA again. But do you remember a couple years ago, a wake-up family member sent us a picture of a get-well-soon balloon <laughs> tied to a dead deer on the side of the highway? Yes. Do you remember that? <laughs> Oh, my. That was one of our That's good. most controversial Facebook posts to date. It was a mixed bag of people going, man, this is hilarious. And people going, yeah, this really wasn't funny. Why did you post this? This was very funny. For us, and if you found it, people that didn't think it was funny, it's like, okay, that's fine. But, like, some people really got bent out of shape. It was a list. It was a roadkill as a deer <laughs> all crossed up on the side of the road and its jaws hanging out. And somebody tied a balloon. I can't remember if it was to its tail or to its paw. And it was a big balloon. And it said, get well soon. And they sent, and it's right in the middle of a main thoroughfare. And they sent us. They sent Hannah the picture. Hannah posted it on the Facebook page. And some people lost their minds. They got, like, legitimately angry. This isn't funny. It's like one of those, that's so terrible. We shouldn't laugh at that. <laughs> yeah. It was like that. And then there was a bandit going around. Was that the same year we had somebody sending us pictures? <laughs> they were going around, and there was roadkill. Like a roadkill out on 63 and out on 54 and all of these places, Apache Flats. And they would they were uh, finding roadkill and they would take spray paint and they would spray paint the outline <laughs> of the roadkill. Like a crime scene. Like a crime scene. <laughs> what was Laura Nowser's thing with roadkill? Did she... She had a, Laura Nowser, longtime city councilwoman in the city of Columbia, longtime playmate of the show here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Uh, and she had, uh, like, industrial strength rubber gloves <laughs> and shovels and uh, goggles and a hard hat and an orange vest. And she'd stop, man. She'd be, like, out on 70, getting ready to come across the poor bridge. And Laura Nowser, who's about four foot three and a half, She'd stop traffic. Whoa! And she'd put on her goggles and her hard helmet, get out there and stop traffic, waving her shovel, and she'd go and scrape the roadkill up off the side of the I-70. Sometimes she would put it in her truck, or sometimes she would just dump it into the Missouri River if that were easier. But she was she was adamant about cleaning up the uh, the roadkill. So just so you know, it's that, where was I? Yeah, it's that time of year. Uh... <laughs> Animals are out and about. I see a lot of wildlife on Highway 50 when mm -hmm. I head in every morning from California, and I almost hit a skunk this morning. Yeah, skunks are out big time right now, aren't they? Yes. I would rather hit a Clydesdale than a skunk. <laughs> <laughs> like, if there's a. Are you sure about that? If there's a wild Clydesdale crossing WW at three in the morning, I would rather hit a Clydesdale. Than a skunk. I've had a friend who hit a skunk before, and that stuff lived in his car, lived in his clothes, uh, and there was, uh, it was for, I would say, two months. Nothing this guy could do about it. I will say, you know, there have been lots of times in my life I've almost hit a deer. There have been lots of times where I've almost hit a skunk, and the fear of almost hitting the skunk 
is way worse than the fear of almost hitting right. the deer. That's why I'd rather hit a Clydesdale or an elephant in the middle of WW. Well, if you hit an elephant in mid-Missouri, we have other issues. <laughs> Welcome into the show. It's Wake Up Mid-Missouri. John Marsh is there. Yes, sir. Uh, it's, uh, producer. <laughs> hunting for elephants. Right. <laughs> Brandon Rathard steps back on, uh, on Monday. But I just think it's so hard to do because that is the suggestion. If you see a deer... Out in the middle of uh, of the road, and uh, they they don't move. It's suggested that you hit them instead of swerving, because you swerve, chances are you're going to hurt yourself even more. Or, I know where that 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 whole idea started. Okay, the body shop lobby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> job security this That's time. Right. Here. I mean, <laughs> you can also you know potentially hit another car, and then you're looking at a whole different type of insurance claim. It's true. Um, Can you tell I was raised within <laughs> within the insurance, insurance adjuster yeah. as a mom? But I think at split second decision, is it easy to make that decision? Right, it's kind of like when you're a kid. If you're going off a cliff, turn into the cliff. Or if you're if you're sliding in the ice, turn into your you're turning. Right, turn into your skid is how it goes. Are you sure that's how it goes? It took you a minute to get there. Yeah. Haven't you ever heard if you're skidding, turn into the skid? No. Yeah. Am I right, John? Turn into the yeah. skid. Yeah. That's generally the way it was yeah. worked with. And you grew up back in the, in the day of rear, rear-wheel drive automobile. <laughs> I learned the hard way <laughs> yeah. um, not to hit the brakes when you're sliding on ice. No. I put my car in the ditch when I was in high school doing that. Yeah. Um, but I would think... If you come upon this animal, everything in my heart... Now, I can, I can be kind of a softy when it comes to Mother Nature. Everything in my heart, I don't know that I could avoid. I, I think I would have to swerve away. I would rather do that than hit an animal. You know what I mean? And risk rolling your car or hitting another car? I'd rather hurt myself than that deer. I think. I just don't know split <laughs> set. Depends on how much time I have to think about it. But then yeah. here's here's the other thing. What if it's <laughs> what if it's not a wild animal? Uh, what if it's a dog, it's a cow, or something out oh, on the road? If yeah. it's a dog, I think all caution goes out the window for me. Yeah, I know that's not how it should be, but eight seven four ninety three ninety eight seven four ninety three ninety. I had a calf once with my truck in. Friday quitting time highway 54 traffic then that was no fun Ooh. yeah it's not um, it's not fun uh, Sandy says uh, you uh, you ought to try to take on an elk when they're in rut elk Ooh, mostly out west we do have some elk in southern uh, Missouri now but those are those are pretty big uh, nasty, nasty animal. Thanks for being here. 874-939. Letters. All right, let's check the mailbag. I get letters. Usually the letters come from... So many letters. Kita. <laughs> A whole bunch of letters. I heard you guys talking about... <laughs> I'd even read me. Running over elephants and skunks and elks and dogs. No, we weren't doing that. A uh, couple of quick texts before we move forward into leftovers and get into the Gary Nolan show, 874-9390. We're talking about uh, the Boone County clerk, and I haven't had the opportunity to check with clerks in other offices in surrounding counties like Callaway and Randolph, Montauk, Cole County. I don't know how they're doing, but Boone County needs Republican poll workers. And I said, uh, if you thought that there was election fraud in 2020, sufficient election fraud to overturn the election... 
I hope that you're one of the first ones right now calling Boone County Clerk Brianna Lennon and saying, yes, yes, I will volunteer. I thought there was election fraud. I want to do my part to make sure it doesn't happen again. Folks have been asking me, my job does not allow me uh, to do that. Uh, 874-9390. Since you were talking about animals on the road yesterday, yesterday morning, South Scott Boulevard, there was a whole herd of goats. <laughs> sure enough. Oh, man. Send a picture. Let me type back. How many did you hit? <laughs> That's a whole bunch of goats. That's got to be at least 10 or 15 goats. Holy cow. All right, coming up, we're going to get into leftovers here on uh, Wake Up Mid-Missouri on 93.9. The Eagle and News Radio 104.5 KWOS. And wanted to remind you, seriously, uh, I'm sure it's easy to poke fun at Mizzou right now, but, you know, they're really this close to having a, a pretty good season. Close game against Florida, close game against Georgia. Um, but, but... <laughs> The reality is not shaking out that way. Uh, no game this week, but we are doing another t- Tiger tailgate. Uh, October 22nd, it is homecoming. Get onto our website. Car, the skunk got squashed. There you are. You got your dead skunk in the middle of the road. Dead skunk in the middle of the road. Dead skunk in the middle of the road. Stinking the high heaven. Daphne Hood said, hey. You ought to play that song. And I remember my parents, when we lived in California, and we'd go on road trips and drink beer because that's all we could afford to do. Us kids wouldn't drink beer. Well, sometimes we did. But we'd get in that old 1971 Plymouth Duster and drive around, and Mom and Dad would drink Ham's beer. And they would sing John Prine on the radio. And they would sing the dead skunk in the middle of the road. P.U. smells a lot like you. And it's stinking to high heaven. (laughs) It's stinking to high. That's how my parents treated me, John. (laughs) John Prine Records, Ham's Beer, and told me I smelled like a skunk. That was life in the Rathard household. Loudon Wainwright III was the guy's name. Uh, Loudon Wainwright. So the way I think um, Loudon Wainwright and then John Prine, I think, must have redone it. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but they would sing that song, and, and we would all take turns. God, we were so poor. We would all take turns pointing in the car when we got to bar. Dead skunk, P-U. Dead skunk smells a lot like you. <laughs> and we would all, we would take turns pointing. That's prime entertainment right there. God. I'm uh, that's what we did for fun back at the day. Welcome in. Getting ready for my dad's favorite part of the day, the Gary Nolan Show here on uh, 93.9 The Eagle and News Radio KWOS. Also, uh, right, you know, it's really cool. I went to the uh, uh, the, the uh, chili supper the other night put on by the uh, GOP, Boone County GOP. And my, I'm doing this whole thing on responsibility. And that's really, to me, one of the core tenets of being a conservative, smart person. It's not a conservative value. It's not a Republican value. It's an American value. And so I'm doing this whole thing on responsibility. And I'm cruising and I get up to 6370 and I'm going down 70 and I'm thinking about how I'm going to wax poetic about responsibility. And then all of a sudden it occurred to me I forgot my rundown sheet of all the <laughs> guests I was supposed to introduce. Oh, no. So I had to turn around, come back home. Please tell me that you added that to your speech. 
Yes, I did. But meanwhile, I had called in to the Randy Tobler show because I'm trying to kill time. And so I called in onto uh, his uh, his show and th- the number of people at the thing that must be listening to the Randy Tobler. I was surprised because then when I finally did make it to my event a little late to talk about responsibility. <laughs> oh, man, you were late? Man. But the number of people that were saying... Uh, that they were listening to the Randy Tobler show. I thought, wow, uh, that's pretty cool because he's bringing you home. He's got all your local news covered for the day. Pretty nice. Here's show. a big old serving of leftovers on 93.9 The Eagle. Enjoy. Uh, leftovers, things we didn't get to in the uh, show. I didn't want to, but I have to. <laughs> Callaway, Callaway County Sheriff Clay Chisholm uh, arrested uh, a couple of days ago on DUI. And bum, bums me out. He's been on the show before. Super nice guy. Don't know the whole story, but I feel like it would be irresponsible if I did not um, mention that. Missouri governor says he doesn't plan to issue blanket pardons for marijuana offenses. Marsh, anything for leftovers? I don't know. We, we don't have much time left, but uh, we talked earlier <laughs> potentially about Lincoln University kind of getting a bad rap about crime on campus, which really isn't the case. John Marsh just threw a little bit of shade about Brandon's clock management. I don't know. We don't have very much time. (laughs) No, I just meant he was going to save more time to play the second verse of Dead Skunk. Uh, 